You're listening to MarketScale Healthcare. I'm your host, Sean Heath, and today I have the pleasure of having a conversation with Angelica Whaley. She is the founder and CEO for AMSA Staffing and AMCI. Angelica, how are you today? I'm great. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Do me a favor. I love acronyms, especially when I know what they stand for. Can you uh, (laughs) explain to me what exactly AMSA and AMCI are? There are actually some long ones. So AMSA Staffing is going to be Angelica's medical staffing agency. And we do the temp to permanent placement for medical professionals in the healthcare field. And then AMCI is actually Angelica's Medical Career Institute, where we're training up the medical professionals for the healthcare field. (laughs) Well, it sounds like you have it covered on both sides. So let me make sure I understand that this is almost like if I had a restaurant and I sold French fries, that's all that I sold. They were really good. And then I also had the farm that grew the potatoes to make those French fries. You're, You're pretty much preparing everybody to go forth and succeed, right? Great way to put it. Amazing way to put it. <laughs> now, did you have, did you always want to work in, in the medical field? I did not. I do not have a healthcare background. I don't come from a nurse mother or a doctor father. So <laughs> it's kind of a field that I just fell into. Absolutely. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about, I mean, what what motivated you? I'm always interested in when an entrepreneur picks the thing that they're going to do, what was the thing about this sort of the healthcare industry that really grabbed your attention and and pulled you towards it? So yeah, definitely. So when I first entered into the field, it was more from a entrepreneurial standpoint. Hey, what field is doing the best right now, which obviously is going to always be healthcare. So I entered into it kind of from that standpoint. But once I got inside of the field, you start to fall in love with everything that it stands for, um, meaning mainly those medical professionals. You start to realize that these are not just nurses and healthcare professionals. These are human beings and they have wants and needs and values and everything else as well. So I became very passionate in the actual field just from from being in it. Okay, so you you pick the field, you're obviously very passionate about it and but because you didn't grow up in the field so to speak, you don't have these preconceived notions. You're able to have a wider view. What sort of things have you noticed from your, you know, 360 degree view that you have that are maybe trends that you've noticed over the last couple of years that have really gotten your attention? Oh, yeah. Over the past five years, um, there are two things in particular that were very trendy to me. Um, and they've, they've definitely caught my attention <laughs> considering the fields I'm in. Um, the number one would be strikes. Um, I feel like a lot of nurses go on strikes. A lot of healthcare professionals in general go on a lot of different strikes in different states and different places. And I felt like that was kind of their call out to demand, hey, we need more hey, we're being overworked. Hey, we, you know, we have preferences as well. Like we are someone to be cared about. Um, And then the second thing is travel nursing. Travel nursing is so hot right now. It's been hot um, over the past three years. It's just truly heated up. So it's always interesting. That's very trendy. Travel nursing. What exactly is that? 
Oh, travel nursing is pretty amazing. <laughs> um, I, I would call it a millennial thing, but I actually learned differently at the last staffing conference that I attended. Um, it's definitely not a millennial thing. It's an all healthcare professional thing. Anybody who has that little bit of adventurous side to them. So when you're a travel nurse, you're literally getting up and you're changing everything about your everyday normal life, except your career. So if you're a Texan and you're hee-haw and you're here and you're living this Dallas life and you decide one day, hey, I want to go and experience California for the first time, for the second time, for the third time, I want to go to Cali. You would literally just go in, pick up an assignment, go halfway across the world and live in California expense-free for three to six months while doing exactly what you love, which is nursing. So that's that's pretty amazing. <laughs> well, that sounds like you're almost looking at nurses as if they were actual human beings. What right. a novel concept. <laughs> and and I want to talk about that for a second because you get you 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 get to be part of the process from before they're nurses when they just want to be nurses. And then mm -hmm. you get to see them go through that journey. They become a nurse and then you get to see them uh there in their placement and then sadly, you probably also get to see some disillusionment that comes along because for some reason, the general public, I don't think we remember that nurses are actual, just regular human beings doing something yeah. that's very difficult. <laughs> well, I, I bet a couple of them would argue with you and let you know they're not, they're superheroes. So, <laughs> but no, they're, they're pretty amazing. And yeah, I do see the whole process the whole way. And I do believe that it, it truly starts um, from the educational standpoint. That's kind of the foundation of it all. Um, that was the whole point and process behind creating AMCI, the training school, because we wanted them to know that not only is this very important about your licensing and you know the certif certifications that you hold, it's also about your demeanor, um, your workforce etiquette, um, your morals, your values. You have to be you have to have like a certain ethical, um, how can I put it? A certain ethical like surrounding around your mind frame to enter into that field. But you have to be compassionate. You have to have empathy. Um, so yes, yeah, just seeing them uh, enter into the field so passionately and, and remain passionately about it and, and go forth and be an excellent healthcare professional and then sometimes be underappreciate it it does it, it hurts to see that sometimes it I, and it has to be a struggle it has to be a struggle from the nurse's side that they have that sense of that caregiving gene right that's really well developed right. and they have that sense of empathy and they and they want to help and then to run into a field that doesn't return that empathy kind of maybe dampens their spirits a little bit, but that empathy has to be a two-way street in this industry, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it doesn't have to be. And that's, that's where it's most unfortunate. Um, it would be amazing if it were um, at all time. So yeah, <laughs> I definitely a hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. They, they definitely, it needs to be a two-way street. And it'd be amazing if it was, but unfortunately, all human beings aren't designed that way, right? <laughs> well, I, I think maybe they are designed that way, but we just kind of forget that. 
Exactly. Um, You know, we're not always aware. We're always thinking about the next big thing or, you know, what do we have to go buy for dinner? Or there's a lot of day to day that gets in the way of just being a normal person, I think. Um, There are a lot of challenges that nurses have. I have a couple of nurses in my family and some of the the challenges that they go through are really disproportionate to challenges that most people face in most industries. There's a lot of emotion on a day-to-day basis that nurses deal with. And I would imagine, you mentioned the nurses going on strikes. I would imagine that feeling unappreciated or feeling undercompensated has got to be just such a an immense struggle for anyone who wants to be their best as a nurse. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why um, the staffing agency, we've always like kind of prompted ourselves on being there as well emotionally for them. You want to hear them out. You want to talk to them throughout the, the assignment, figure out what's going on. Is it a good fit? Um, is this a good location for them? If it's not, let's get them moved. Let's figure out what they don't like, what they do like, um, kind of meet some of those preference goals um, as much as we can meet them at least halfway because definitely um, they see things that we don't see. You know, I don't know how many times you see someone die a day, you know, or how many times you see someone terminally ill or how many times you have to break it to a family that someone is terminally ill. Um, those are just things that we, as people who are not nurses, we don't have to deal with that day to day. Let's look to the future. For a little bit. And so get your crystal ball or your tea leaves or your binoculars, telescope, whatever, and look to the future for me as a, as a thought leader in this industry, someone who pours their heart and, and your passion into what you do and what you want to help others do. What do you kind of see on the horizon for this industry? Wow. I truly see healthcare going back to what it used to be, right? So there's a reason why when Halloween rolls around and it's time to go and choose those costumes for your children and whatnot, there's a reason why that nurse's outfit is out there. There's a reason why they are still looked at any healthcare professional, you know, as an incredible being, right? So due to all the wear and tear that they've been through in the field, as a thought leader, I want to completely revamp that, those feelings and those thoughts and those emotions. And like I said before, I truly think that, that that the foundation of that starts with their training. We can't continue to, you know, just certify and license people. Like we need to make sure that that, that empathetic um, bone is in that body, that that emotional um, balance is there, that that, that heart, that that love that they need to enter into that field and love on every single human being that they come in contact with is there and it remains there no matter what the world takes them through. So just as a thought leader, I'm I'm here for it. I think it starts all in training. You know, I've heard said from a few of the nurses that I know that there might be in the news a story about a shortage of nurses, but what they don't talk about is it's a shortage of good nurses. That's the real crisis. Oh, wow. You hit that nail on the head. Okay. You said it right. (laughs) Well, I'm going to ask you, uh, I'm going to ask you a question just to sort of wrap this up. 
If Angelica is a nurse and you go through AMCI and then your medical staffing agency, mm -hmm. AMSA, where are you directing your attention as a nurse? You know what, Sean, it's, it's actually incredibly funny. I recently taped a, um, what was that? Probably like a 10 minute commercial <laughs> and I played a nurse in the commercial it's pretty amazing and <laughs> i did a really good job at it so good that the people on set they thought i was a nurse so <laughs> it's funny you ask this question if i were to be a nurse i think that i would staff myself god that's a tough one because i love children oh so i wouldn't say pediatrics but no i would actually staff myself in er because i know for a fact that i'm really really well under crisis situations and I can take all the, the gooeyness. It actually excites me. Turbulence on a plane excites me. So <laughs> I think that the ER, yeah, <laughs> it might be a good equivalency. <laughs> you have a little of that daredevil vibe in you. Okay. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> uh, remind, remind me to never play basketball with you or, you know, <laughs> remind me to never do anything competitive with you ever. Uh, nothing competitive with me. Yeah, that... <laughs> That would be a good note to take because <laughs> I'm very competitive. I wish you continued success in everything you're doing with AMSA and AMCI. Today, I've had the pleasure of talking to Angelica Whaley. She is, of course, the founder and CEO for AMSA Staffing and AMCI. Angelica, thank you so very much for taking the time today. I have really enjoyed this. Thanks so much, Sean. I so appreciate you. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.